Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So, if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey, friend, quick disclaimer before today's episode. Every now and then I have what I call catch-up calls with my former clients, and this conversation you're about to hear is exactly one of those conversations. Now, I had not intended for this to be a podcast, but when I got to the end of the conversation, it was so enriching that I asked my guests permission to share this on the podcast. I'm telling you this because you're going to notice that this episode does not sound like a polished podcast episode for one. And for two, we bleep out the name of one of the companies that Tiana serves because their work together is confidential. And again, this was not intended to be a podcast. But with that said, I think you're going to find so many nuggets of inspiration in Tiana's story. So without further ado, here is step-by-step success with Tiana Fesh. I don't even know where to start. Like, I feel like telling me everything is like what I want to throw. Yeah, it's been really interesting. Like, honestly, it kind of started, well, it started in A players. It's been in the back of my mind. When you had us think about what we want to be doing in like five years, 10 years, and I'm, people keep asking me to help them with their courses or to talk about course development. And, and that's kind of, that's what I do. And so, it just wasn't something that I had turned into any sort of actual business. It was just something that I would help people with very informally. I mean, I've written courses for organizations and that as like a consultant, but not really with my own business. And then Jennifer Capadani, bless her heart. She's so lovely. She had posted in Mamas and Co that she was looking for some help with her course. And I said, well, I could probably help you with that. And so we chatted and I had just finished teaching at the U of C. So I had some time. The timing was good. And she's like, perfect. Let's work together. And I was thinking, okay, huh? Like she's a chartered accountant. So I should probably get a business number and like make it legit. So yeah, I had to do, you had to go and do all those things just because now you were working for real. Yeah, like for realsies, like doing something that was fairly significant and like, you know, casual. And yeah, yeah. so I worked with her. I worked with one other person like prior to the summer, took the summer off as I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then September, I'm working with somebody else and then like, so that's been insane. Yeah. So I helped them with their employee onboarding program. They had created this new online program. So they wanted somebody to look at it and give them feedback. So I did that. And I feel that was my test. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm helping them improve their franchise owner training program. So yeah, I attended five days of the training program. And I mean, this is a bigger thing. So I'm going to be working on it for a little bit more and into the new year. But that's been an amazing opportunity for me. Yeah. And then I 
actually just started with a new client who had found me from listening to my podcast. And we were just talking about other things. And then we're just discussing, you know, what we do. So now I'm helping her. So she's somebody like from the United States who just heard my podcast. And so there's that. And she needs help. Yeah. So I'm working with her now on creating a course to go with a book that she just launched a few weeks ago. So that's so amazing. (laughs) So it all came from this, like this idea in the the five-year vision, like I'd really love to do this, but it wasn't something that you were actively pursuing because you, you like your job. You have, are you still working? So I, I turned down my contract. So I love working at the university. I love it. Love it. I'm not working there this fall, but yeah, it just fills my bucket. I got my students nominated me for an excellence in practicum supervision award and the university picked me like I won. So I was like, oh, like I just, I, I just FYI, I'm not going to be around for you soon. So I got, I thought I had more time to figure it out, but I got an email from the university saying, please sign this contract. And I talked to my husband and I'm like, if I do, it means stepping away from everything else that I'm doing because there's a period of time that I can't do anything else. Like it's just full full on. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, you know what? Like it just, it doesn't make sense. And he said, you can always go back. So yeah. This, this is so common. Like this, I just was speaking to another one of my amazing clients who actually teaches at a university here. And she was saying the same thing. She, they offered her like basically more money to do the exact same job she had been doing. And it was a full, full course load. And she's like, I want to focus on growing my business. I can't give them all my time. Like it's so, it's so hard when you have something that you like, that you're good at, that you're getting all this praise. And it's like, it's like they're make, trying to make it harder for you. Right. And I I feel like that may have happened in this case where they're like, well, you've got this award and you've got this opportunity and here's that contract. And you're like, but actually I'm going to have to follow my heart. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, I had to, I struggled with it, but as soon as I made the decision and I said it out loud and it was made, I felt better actually. Yeah. But it is funny. It's funny. And prior to turning down the contract, I had applied or put my name in to do a presentation at the university for a little conference that they're having. And so then I got an email back about the conference and they're just sort of deciding, I guess, who's in, who's not or whatever. But we're, we're just providing that update. And I just said, just so you know, I'm not actually teaching at the university anymore. So I don't know if I'm eligible. But this lady's like, but we'd still really like you to present. Because you're good. So that's very when you're good at what you do, lots of people are going to want you. And it, it's, I remember thinking like my day job would have let me stay forever and let me yeah. just write my own ticket because I was so good at it and I didn't give them a hard time about it. I was a good employee. Yeah. And, and that's like, it's comforting because it does mean like if you ever did have to go back and get a job, you could, but yeah, you don't want to and you're not going to have to because you're doing so well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little bit. I don't know. It's a little baffling. It's like baffling in a good way, but it's, it's nice. It's so nice. Like I just randomly reached out to somebody about needing to update something for their podcast episode that's coming up. And they're like, Oh, and by the way, can you talk about my course? (laughs) Well, this is what I was looking, I was thinking about because your podcast is great, but the podcast isn't this. No. So 
when I sort of started kind of thinking about, I'd like to do something on my own and I don't know exactly what it is. And I have these ideas. I met with this business, small business advisor with ATV Financial. Oh, yeah. And he, he said to me, he's like, you know what? You just got to find your community. And once you do, your community will tell you what they need and want. And then you just provide that to them. And I was thinking, okay, what the heck? And I, it's funny, I was chatting with my dad recently, just reflecting on all of this. And he's like, remember that guy from HEV? <laughs> That's so cute. But it's so yeah. true. It's so true. Yeah. It's like you find your people and, and they start to come out of the woodwork. And then and there's that energetic match between what you're really gifted at and what people want. And I, I feel like I, I get what you're saying, that it kind of feels like luck. But at the same time, this is what you wanted. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like I... It allows me to use my teacher education hat and it allows me to, you know, help people in a meaningful way. And I get to learn so much too. Like I'm learning about all kinds of things as I help people and work with them because they're the experts on their content. Like I'm, I don't need to be the expert on ice cream or accounting or, (laughs) but at the same time, I get to learn and, and really get to know people, which is amazing. But yeah, it's funny that my podcast has kind of been my community building tool. Mm-hmm. I've just been able to connect with such amazing people. So it's I've been able to have some really interesting conversations with people and, and sort of build that community that way. So when I kind of re- reflect back and I think like, why, right? I'm like, I think my podcast was a big part of me getting that clarity and building those relationships. And I started it just before the world shut down. I know. So it, the timing is uncanny. <laughs> I know. And yeah. in, in a time and place where people are struggling to find how to stay connected and people are trying to find new ways, here you are with this podcast that people are just literally reaching out to you left, right, and center because you've created something really cool. And I actually think, I think the podcast can still serve you in a way because I think a lot of your people are trying to figure out their next passion. I I think that their part of your journey in the next year is going to be really embracing this new authority that you've built. Mm -hmm. And I think you can do that on this podcast, but I also think there, there might be some other content platforms coming your way. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think I know. I'm trying to think about how I could shift things to be more aligned. Like it's I I love having a podcast. And actually, some of the questions that I've been asking people are around like teaching and learning and education. So I'm trying to sort of throw those things in there. Like maybe I could sort of pull pieces out and repurpose them and in using that on a different platform or sort of what can conversations around teaching and learning and creating those sort of experiences and and sort of talking about more of those things, what that would kind of look like. So yeah, yeah, like right now, it's crazy. I have podcast episodes recorded until the end of May. Oh my God. Wow, you're a champ. But I, I only do every two weeks, right? Right. But no, that's a lot of podcasts. I'm I'm lucky if I'm four weeks out. I I think you're on the right track with the repurposing. I think that there's a way to shift the conversation. But between now and May, I've worked with lots of clients who have had to make a decision to sunset something that wasn't working for them anymore. It wasn't exactly the right thing. But I think you're onto something when you say like, 
creating a, you're very good at creating conversations and you're get, very good at getting people to open up. And clearly you're, you're good at getting like kind of big names, like and important people to talk about these things. So we don't want to lose that. But I think there's something around the future of education and specifically digital education that is a conversation that needs to be had because the only people that are talking about it are the people, you know, celebrity entrepreneurs that are launching courses about how to build courses. Yeah. And what you do goes deeper than that, right? It really is about the psychology of how humans learn and all that stuff. So I feel like there's there's something around you know, the future of learning or, you know, how we learn, like, oh, that would, that could make a great name for a podcast, like how, how we learn or how humans learn. I gave a few people their name for their podcast, Allison Villa's podcast, Couplehood. Did you? I love that. That's amazing. I named that. So there's, let let me sit with that, but I think there's something to still keeping it broad and it could be, maybe it's anyone who is an educator right? If you do any sort of educating, maybe that's, there's, because kind of like how part-time Jello was like, you could be doing anything part-time. Anything. And there's a place for you here. So as long as they're doing something in the, in the space of teaching or learning, either or, I think that that could be a really valuable conversation. And then if it ties into that would allow you to weave in, sorry, I know you didn't ask for a coaching call, but I can't help myself. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a way for you to weave in the testimonials and the case study. Yeah. Cause actually I was talking to Jen a few weeks ago, she did a training. Speaking of, she did a training in my A players. She came back as a guest coach in A players. Yeah, she was like, she was great. And she mentioned you. She said, oh, Tiana actually helps me revamp the course. And so I love when other A players are working together and hiring one another and shouting one another out. And it's, it's been years now, right? It's been over a year. Yeah. Do you feel like you're, and, and this is not like... I'm not looking for you to blow smoke up my ass. I'm just, I'm truly curious because as A players evolves and changes, I'm always interested to see like what elements of it were useful to people. And so do you feel like A players was something that has shaped what you're building now? Yeah. What pieces of it were, do you think the most impactful for you? Yeah. So I would say one of the biggest things was forced is sort of the wrong word, but it was like that scheduled time to pause and reflect because it's I find like you get it's like go 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 and you kind of you know think oh I should pause and reflect and think about like big dreams and big ideas but when you're like when you're sitting with a group of people and you're asking us to close our eyes and to really take that moment of pause you do because that's what everybody's doing (laughs) yeah and and you you take that moment and you really think. So I think having that sort of structured reflection built in was huge. The accountability piece was so big because, you know, you would ask us to share what we were going to be working on. And then we needed to say where we were at and, and what were our wins and what were our, what our progress was. And I'm pretty like, pretty diligent and that but it was sort of that next level because it really was that voice in my head over the course of the two weeks like I really need to do this thing Mm. even though it's uncomfortable or there's so many pieces that I have to learn and figure out so that accountability piece was huge and the community the community was so amazing because everybody was so invested and so you know, wanting to to get as much out of the experience as possible. And everyone, I like, I remember you saying to me, this is a really nice group of people and you're going to like, because I was feeling like I wouldn't have a place in that group and I wouldn't, 
fit in or feel like it was for me, but everybody was so kind and encouraging and supportive. And it just, that sense of community and the number of people I've coined it from my, from my dad again, friends I've never met. I have all these friends I've never met (laughs) who I need to meet at some point, but like legitimately there's like legitimate care and support of one another that's carried on. That's been amazing. And then of course, like your support and coaching through the process, like there's so many things that we talked about that are so outside my wheelhouse. And I mean, I appreciate this so much with the the weekly coaching that you do, but all, like the coaching within A players, it was like it provided me with with sort of that scaffolding, like that structure because marketing and <laughs> business and that that's not something that I have a background in. And so you provided like that outline or framework that I could then apply to my own ideas and my own dreams and my own business. So, and I go back to that stuff all the time. I still have my, see, my A player's notebook that I keep handy on my desk. And anything now that I do that connects in any way to that experience goes in that book. It's like the journey. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I'm so glad I asked that question. I, 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 I wasn't actually planning on asking you that at all, but I thought since we're talking about all your amazing success, it's just, it is so helpful for me to see, you know, the specifics of what gets someone there. Funny enough, though, you know, Tiana, I remember having that conversation with you and I remember you were very on the fence and I was like, lady, these are your people. Like you need to be in this group. These people are lovely and they're, they're going to help you get to where you want to be. So I'm so glad. So. You, you've worked with Jen. Have you worked with anybody else from that? I haven't worked with anybody else from that cohort, but Chris Whale and Nicole Delarzac and I still meet every two weeks. It's amazing. Yeah, that's been amazing. So they've like ups and downs, like we've cried to each other and, you know, all those moments when you think like I have something I kind of want to put out there in the world, like, just before it was just before I started teaching last school year so I well I guess last winter semester that idea just kind of kept eating at me eating at me about doing some sort of course development consulting work so I literally wrote down a sentence and it was the day before I started with my university students so I did I knew I wasn't gonna have time to do any more anything more than write that sentence down but I shared that sentence with Chris and Nicole <laughs> and they're like that sentence so I wrote down, let's, oh, and wrote it down here. So, and then after that, I got brave enough to share it with my accountability group with Shana Beeksman. Like, oh, amazing. So I wrote down, I help entrepreneurs or I help businesses to confidently create high impact learning experiences so they can inspire, empower, and connect with their clients, customers, and communities. So I wrote that down shared it with Chris and Nicole. They're like, it's so good. Like you need to like, you know, come back. And then with my accountability group. And then that was the sentence I shared with Jennifer Capadani when she posted her ask in the Mamas and Co. Facebook group. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) That's where it all started. I literally had one sentence and had nothing else. Uh, (laughs) That's okay. Honestly, sometimes I feel like that's enough, right? Because sometimes I feel like it's our visions and our dreams are so like ethereal and, and can, and can really be almost like non-existent until we put pen to paper or until we say it out loud. I'll have a lot of people who will say the thing and then break down into tears because they're like, it's been in my brain 
but I haven't actually processed it. I haven't actually stated that's what I wanted until today. And that's why that first day of A Players is always like, I just did it last Friday with with the new winter cohort. And they were like, that was so good. Like, I think they just... They, yeah. The first day is, I don't know what it is. I mean, I do know a little bit about it. And it's its just, I, I've tweaked it a little bit over time too. Yeah. But I think it's so important, as you say, like to carve out that time. Because you're not, you know, even if you're committed to your goals, you're not going to carve out that kind of time to sit down and work on you, right? You might, you might say, okay, I got 10 minutes. I'll go and write that email or, I'll, you know, and you're, and you're doing the, you know, you're doing the daily do and that's good. It's just that unless you're invested in something, I just find that I know for myself, like I don't sit down and make the time to just work on me and go deep. But when I'm working with a really great coach or a program, if it, as you say, it forces you because you've made this investment and you're not going to throw that away. So I remember thinking too, like there was a part of me that felt like, did she get what she came for with you? Because when it ended, I, I wasn't sure if you had reached the goals that you wanted to reach because now I'm seeing it's happening like a year later, but, but that's kind of part of it too, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't all have to happen up front and right away. And it's not always these big, massive fireworks within the 90 days. It's the, it's the tone that's set in the 90 days, I think. Yeah. Well, and it was even in creating my own course, like for me and going through that struggle and that journey, I think that's been helpful, like an additional sort of tool in my toolbox in being able to help other people too. Because I've navigated all those decisions that people are making and all those things that people are trying to do as they're putting something together. So yeah, I think it definitely created like that little voice in the back of my head, that sort of nagging little voice saying, I think this is, you know, what you want to be doing. So yeah, it's, it's been working out so far so good. What I think is really cool is you're, you're a great example of someone who just took the next step, like took the next right step. We talk about this in eight years, right? It's not about seeing the whole staircase, yada, yada. But I feel like that's easier said than done. And I think a lot of, I work with a lot of like doers who pride themselves on doing big things. And what I love about your story is that that wasn't the time for that at that particular moment in time. But then, you know, when Jen reached out, that was a nudge and you said yes to that nudge. And then there was another one and another one. And I think we're so used to ignoring those things and just chalking it up to like, oh, but that's not, you know, they don't really want me or that's not really a big deal, you know, but that is the universe saying, no, 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 you're on the right path. Keep going, keep going. And to have the courage to just say, I'm going to take this next step, even though I don't know where the hell I'm going. I'm just going to take the next step. Like that, that, that's really cool. That's, that's really cool and something to celebrate, right? It's, it doesn't always have to be this big grand plan that works out perfectly, you know, with 1500 steps and, and all the rest. It's just, it is about just sort of following your, sounds cheesy, but like following your heart, seeing where that takes you. Yeah. No, it's been really good. And I think it's sort of provided some clarity for me, like all the stuff that was sort of in my head that I was already doing, like with the the teaching work with, that I've done and my thing, the work that I've done at the university and other things I've done in education. So it's like my angle with course development is like very, it's relationship centered. So that's yeah. my approach. It's all about, you know, learning is a vulnerable thing and it's an opportunity to build that no like trust factor and to establish those connections with people and to build your community. And as a small business owner, that's important. If you're teaching a group of students, that's important. And I always would ask my student teachers, like, think about a teaching 
or learning experience that you've had? Like, what is it you remember about it? So I think about like my favorite teacher was grade two. I don't remember anything she taught me, but I remember how she made me feel. Mm-hmm. So even with and I see the panic stricken faces of the franchise owners as they're so <laughs> overwhelmed with the training. And I'm thinking, yeah, I think we need to, to kind of, they've got like great elements, but we just need to kind of revamp it. So it's a more relationship centered. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool and, and very powerful. Like I think sometimes we'll work for, cause I create a lot of training. Obviously yeah. I think we forget that there's somebody on the other side of it that has to do it and digest it. And I think we sort of think we'll show up and we'll tell them what we know and that will be enough. But as, as Jen probably experienced, like when you're teaching something that's out of someone's comfort zone, if they don't feel excited and empowered to go and apply the learning, your course doesn't get results, right? Like people, no. it just sits on a shelf and nobody watches it. So that, that connection piece. And, and funnily enough, funny you should say this because I'm noticing this. So there's a big shift happening in the world of marketing. And, you know, I, I think we're going to see people moving away from digital funnels and we're already seeing it with things like, you know, Facebook ads getting more and more expensive. Like the results people got 10 years ago and five years ago, it's not, it, that's not the same landscape anymore. But what I am liking is I'm seeing a shift back to conversations, like not, not conversations in email, actual conversations. And I'm seeing that in the marketing space creating more intimacy in these automations within these, you know, funnels and modern things. It's like, how can you make someone feel seen and heard? And I'm liking that a lot more. I feel like, you know, the days of of bro marketing being the only way to be successful are done. And I, I think there's almost like a femininity to it that mm-hmm. when when we look at sort of like marketing being relationship-based or sales being relationship-based, I'm really enjoying that. And even in myself and my own content, We've been experimenting with more, more of this, like, how can we make someone feel really good and then also invite them to our, you know, webinar or whatever it is that we're doing. So yeah, you're totally, you're totally reading my mind. This is exactly why I wanted to talk to you because it's, it, it is so fun to look back and see how far you've come. So what's next for you? Do you think what's, where, what's 2022 holding, going to hold in store? I have a list of people that I've talked to that. Or like in January, I'm going to circle back. So I feel like part of it's going to be getting a sense of how much I can manage and sort okay. of what I want my my time to look like and how I can organize it more effectively. And then I know one of the big things you've always talked about is like the one-on-one piece is that it, it can be tricky because there's only one of me at this point. <laughs> yeah, so I need to think a little bit about how I can diversify what I'm doing a little bit so that it's not just so me and my time and and one-on-one that way. So Mm -hmm. I need to think that through a little bit. My podcast, yeah, thinking about how I might want to shift that. And then also I need somebody to help me with my podcast because I'm still doing everything on my own. And that's... Oh my God, Tiana, stop. (laughs) Yeah, I do it all. (laughs) I know. Next year. I think my people, like my, my people are ready to put this pandemic behind us. And I think there's just some people that really have a hard time not fixating on the doom and gloom. Like I think the next year is going to be, we're going to see a very drastically different 2022, 2023. Like I think it's just going to be, you know, onward and upward from here. So what a perfect time for you to have this like new business that you love, that you are excited by. You deserve it. You deserve it. You work so hard and. 
You're such a great mom and such a great friend. <laughs> Everyone I talk to that knows you loves you. And it's, <laughs> I'm so grateful to have you in my community. Thanks for sticking around. Well, and thank you for having me. And I, I honestly can't thank you enough. Like, I just so appreciate your support. And I just, yeah, I always so appreciate like your insights and your your top love and <laughs> and your just, yeah, like your ongoing support. So I I just have really enjoyed being a part of the community. And when I signed up, like I just didn't have any idea. Like if, if I hadn't, my life would look so different. It, you know, those moments when you just... You look back and you think, had I not made that decision, how different would my life be? My life would be really different right now. Oh, so. that gave me chill. That's <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much. I, I'm glad I I'm glad I stayed on your butt a little bit about no, 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 you need to be in this group then. Because I don't oh. do that I don't do that with everyone, but when I meet someone yeah. who's like, I know this is gonna be the game changer for you. I'm so glad I did that with you. Look, no, look and you. it was. It was like and and it's it's it was just so inspiring and and you see people that you know are just kind of like that next step where they've found their place in their way that really aligns you know and I still have like over here if I I have like the sticky notes of all the little inspiring things that told us during that time they're still there my my kids come down they're like yeah how can this be light be that way now (laughs) they're They're all there. <laughs> That's so great. I know my, yeah. my office is, if you could see, if I would turn this around, it's sticky notes central. Literally, I'm, I'm, it's probably about 50 sticky notes within reach here, but I'm glad that, I'm glad that worked. Yeah. I'm glad that, I'm glad that you still have that. That's great. Well, I, I want to be having this conversation again in another year. And I just want to hear that you are, is the goal, here's a question for you and no pressure to say either way, but is the goal a six figure business one day? I would love that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's I, get you stepping into that yeah. more then. Yes. So yeah, you would be very proud of me, Leanne, because I've gotten so much better at like when people say, what do you charge? And then I say it and I don't sound as apologetic. And even with I had to be like I said, no, like that's my rate. I can be flexible in the scope of work, but that's what I charge. Good for you. <laughs> Even though I lost like a night's sleep. <laughs> of course, of course you did. But that's, I mean, that's what playing a bigger game is all about. It's not going to be comfortable, but you know that it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really like the thing that I want people to know more about is that it's not just because you deserve it and charge what you're worth. It is the right thing to do to charge what you're worth because then you're going to feel so lit up by the work. You're going to be so excited to give it your all and the work is going to be better and the relationship is going to be better. So it really is like it, it's that, that conversation as hard as it can be about what, what I charge is it sets the tone for everything in our businesses. So I'm so glad that you overcame that. And guess what? When, when the rates are higher, you'll go through it again and that'll happen a few times. And then you won't feel scared at all. I'm about to raise my rates to a p- place that I have never charged before in private coaching. Yeah. And I love what I do. And I love this last batch of people that came in at the current rates, but it's like, nope, it's going up Good and it's, you. we're going to deliver even, even more quality of service. It's not going to be more of my time. Yeah. We're going to layer in some additional services they get that, that all entrepreneurs need. Frankly, like there's just some things that I'm like, I'm never going to teach on that. So I'm going to bring in someone into my team who's going to teach you on that and things like that. Yeah, but it, it, and it, and it is, 
it's exciting versus back in the day it was scary, but it doesn't scare me anymore to go, this is the new price. Cause I know, I know what's on the other side of that. And eventually you do get used to that. And then it's like, Oh, everyone's saying yes to this. Okay. So how can I make the experience that much greater? How can I continue to, and there's always a way. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. And I think I'm excited for you. <laughs> oh, well, honestly, there's, it's been, this has been a real year of like personal growth a lot, but I, I had to make some changes in how I did things and, and really, really, like, I know I say, I talk about protecting my energy, but I really needed to do it. And yeah. yeah. There were a couple bumps in the road, but I'm, I'm really feeling like 2022 is going to be phenomenal, like in so many ways. And it, even just in the stories that you're telling me, like I'm getting more and more women reaching out saying I had my first five figure month or I'm on track to hitting six figures. Or, yeah. And I just think we, we need to be owning it, thinking about it, talking about it and not being afraid of it. And even if it doesn't happen right away, I mean, it will happen. It will happen for you, Tiana. You're bright. You're, you're, you're kind. You're good at what you do. It will happen for you, but you should not, definitely not be. We got to get you in a place where you're like <laughs> excited by it and not like intimidated by it. You know what I, I mean? Know. I we'll know. work on it. It's like the, the sweating. <laughs> we'll work on it. But it's yeah, we'll yeah. work on it. Aww. It was, yeah, so, it's so nice to chat with you, Leanne. Likewise. Yeah. I'm so glad. And I apologize. I've been meaning to reach out sooner and actually do the rounds with a few people that I haven't spoken to in several months. And you were top of the list. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that we did it. And I'm, I hope that I'll see maybe, maybe one day I'll actually get to see you in real life. In <laughs> that is the goal. Thanks for listening to The Business of Thinking Big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 